I'm not gonna make my intro. I'm Brock. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, so that would be extremely fucking confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been confused. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna nah. Whatever. Be happy. <laughs> hey everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam. Blessed be are the Doug Watchers. And Jim. Video games ate my ass. And joining us today, a very special guest, uh, Brock from the podcast Damage Boost. Welcome, Brock. Hi. I watched those video games eat Jim's ass from the closet. (laughs) Oh, no. We all have a very complicated thing going on. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah, check out Brock's podcast. It's called Damage Boost. It's about video games. It's super fun. Uh, it's all in all your major podcast apps. I've, I've been on it, too, and th- probably a third time by the time this airs. Uh, yep. And, yeah, tell us about your show, Brock. Um, yeah, just kind of basic video game podcast, but the twist is that it's more about the guest than the game, really. Um Mike, like you said, you've been on it three times, and the last one we did was probably my favorite because we just did a grab bag of random questions and oh, yeah. uh, covered a bunch of different topics. Uh, unfortunately, through the grab bag, you did not pick any of the sexy questions I wrote, and I'm still very yeah. disappointed about that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <Boo. laughs> You're saving those all for when Sam goes on. That's just <laughs> all the questions to Sam on that. <laughs> Oh shit. Alright. Well, what is your relationship with Doug? Have you ever really watched this show before we were like, Brock, come on here and watch this shit ass show? So I remember it being one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows, like Rugrats, Doug, uh Ah Real Monsters was really good. And so when you guys started the show and told me about it, I was like, that show was pretty good, I thought. And then I went back and watched uh to be on this and it's it wasn't. It was a, <laughs> D- a D- tale Doug's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're spreading the gospel here. Yeah. The word has to get out. <laughs> There's nothing more important to communicate to the people at this point in time. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly at this moment in history. Yeah, it's a slow news month. Sorry. Right. Listen yeah. to the Doug podcast. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Something that's somehow less stressful. oh man all right well let's get into this uh today we cover episode 15 part one of doug in all episodes after the first doug was separated into two 12 minute shorts episode 15 part one's title is doug's got no gift I mean, yeah. The gift <laughs> refers right. to his penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, just getting that one out of the way. Christ, dude. His wiener. Oh, my <laughs> God. Honker. This, this episode is the first of a couple of the Doug episodes, which are, like, sort of about video, about video games, which is, like, a subject close to all of our hearts, but also... You might be surprised. They're sort of about video games, but very clearly in a way that at least this one demonstrates from a guy who's never played one and doesn't really know what one is. I started watching this episode like right after I got finished being really pissed off at video games. And so that was a really good mind space for watching Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah. Well, this is you know this was something that we were like, man, a great guest for this would be Brock because uh, he's an expert. He runs his own podcast about it. Uh, Brock, what what do you think uh, the games in this in this episode? Well, my first question is, was he paying a penny or those dollar coins that he's putting into the machine? Well, those, I don't think they had dollar coins I, yet. I, no, those I push are pause. Yeah, I push yeah. pause, and it says uh, one token per game. Oh, so yeah, he okay. literally converted all of his yes. money that he was going <laughs> to yes. use for Patty into tokens. Yes, he knew what he was going to do going into this. <laughs> but yeah, let, wait, really, We're really quick. We're already getting ahead of ourselves. Really quick, the whole the whole plot is he play he goes to an arcade and spends all the money he was going to spend on Patty's birthday gift. So he like. Feels really bad that he spent all the money after he did it, but he went over there and converted all of them into tokens. Yes. Like this dumb motherfucker. He did it on purpose. Do you get to bring your tokens up to the nice guy at the arcade saying, money please, (laughs) at the end? What did you think was going to fucking happen, Doug? Yeah. Okay, so let's get into that as we do that. We're getting getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but um, so this episode starts with Doug. He's at the mall with Skeeter. uh, Which, again... The mall for this is a mall for a town of twenty thousand people, and it is obscenely large. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it might be like uh, you know, like a count across cross county mall or something. But yeah, it's obscenely huge, and there's like a billion different freaking stores in it. Um, but so he's on his way to get Patty a birthday present. He's been saving. The for only weeks. new store we see is Hank's Bank. Every other one of the stores we have seen in previous episodes set at the mall. Now, I don't remember the 90s, but were there <laughs> banks in the mall? Like, does, is that be. a thing? Yeah. Right? I don't I, I feel like they're in the stupid, I feel like they're in the strip malls. Is that the right one? Strip malls? Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they're in strip malls, but I don't I've, I don't remember ever there being banks inside an actual, you know, mall mall. All right. I mean, well, 90s was the peak years of mall having, so I guess it's not out of the question. Right. And I've seen dumber shit in malls. I guess there <laughs> were gu- the uh, there was that gun store in uh, Night of the Dead, Day of the Dead, whatever a that documentary, zo- whatever that zombie <laughs> yes. movie was. There is a gun store in the mall, so maybe uh, I don't know. I'm just stupid. A bank is slightly less dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the off chance you want to shoot anybody at Panda Express. <laughs> Off chance. Uh, so Off chance. in America, yeah, in <laughs> in, uh, in the store. I mean, there's also stuff that's like uh, there's like the the all thumbs hardware. They were selling like straight up fucking thumbs in all thumbs hardware. Like there's a yep. section that says green thumbs. It's just thumbs, right? Yeah, like, and they're also repairing bent nails, which is just oh fuck off. Yeah. And, oh, I just got that. <laughs> What what yeah. a joke. Yeah. And and in the uh in the store whatever, they have a rack that's just like all you can hold in one hand for one dollar. That's a good deal, right? It's good the shit. The prop the catch is that they sell only liquids. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, fuck you. <laughs> whatever, all the molten man. gold you can have. We have a cauldron <laughs> of it bubbling in the back. Right, they're owned by a medical corporation. <laughs> <laughs> all the mercury you can drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But okay, so Doug has the idea. He's like, man, I'm going to buy Patty. An official multi-ultra maxi pro tournament beatball. Okay, we've talked a lot about what beatball is. Hey, Jim, what's beatball? Jim, what's beatball? Jim? That's a great fucking question. (laughs) Hey, Jim. (laughs) Yeah, Jim. What's beatball? 
Previously, it was softball. Now, it appears it is also basketball. Or but like a fuck rugby me, I ball. Guess. What is that But there's shape? so many rackets in that store that are different shapes. Is it a game with yeah, rackets? Yeah, like, Brock, what do you think? How do you think they play beatball in this universe? Like, I don't... don't pay attention to anything in the past. Just looking at this, what is a beatball? I assumed it was some kind of lacrosse because it's a ball you can't bounce. Clearly, it's shaped like a fucking beat. And then when they go in the store, it's nothing but uh, like lacrosse looking stick things. So I was like, it has to be that. But apparently it's softball and it's something else. I don't know. Yeah. We know an odd number of people play it from the first time it was referenced <laughs> because they needed a fifth to play beatball. We right. also know that there's a thriving industry on putting coats of like putting skins on the beatball. Is there like a <laughs> is there like any difference between the ultra mag multi ultra maxi pro tournament beatball and like the formal beatball? The formal is there? <laughs> One of them's more classy and can you can show up to a funeral with. Right. <sighs> One of them costs It's the a Super Ultra more. Maxi Pro. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's I don't know, maybe you have to like maybe there's different beatballs for different variants in the game. Maybe they like morph into a softball like on the days when you have to use a bat, they like turn a different shape. <laughs> yeah. This is a uh, armor DLC before video games exist on the <laughs> internet. This is okay like can you remember any novelty basketballs, even? <laughs> yeah, like, there were a couple. I know novelty soccer balls are a thing, but soccer is huge worldwide. Yeah. And there's a lot of different things you can put on the kicking orb. Mm-hmm. But the kicking orb. Because you have to, like, palm a baseball or a basketball or something like that, it has to be made of a very specific set of materials, and so you can't really paint too much shit on it. No, I you definitely don't have had a lot of novelty. I one definitely of those. had a basketball that had like the logo for the Charlotte Hornets on it because I was like, I like the B. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite team. The, one the same bees out of all of us. To be fair, that turquoise no and purple bees. look great together. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. But okay, so but Doug gets distracted uh because Skeeter's like, hey man, there's uh this new 3D video game that you have to play in the arcade, and Doug's like yeah. 1992 3D. Yeah. Contemplate that. Right. It definitely gives you hyper cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like for there was some stupid thing at uh u of i when i was a kid like just some sort of tech demo day or some shit and i remember experiencing 1994 3d 1994 3d sucked ass 1992 3d probably kills you so there was a brief 3d resurgence in the 80s in the movies but it was literally the red and blue glasses so like it would have been horrendous. I think the reason they made this 3D was, I think this entire first half of this episode was conceived because uh, the writer did the, the fantasy sequence and he had to put something on in the fantasy sequence. So I think they needed the helmet and the gloves just for that. Oh, yeah. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the fantasy sequence in a bit because it pissed me off. But yeah, let, The let, fact that this is a 1992 3D game that involves you needing to put on a helmet and gloves yeah. is... Also, Odd. super fucking gross to just put on a helmet yeah. and gloves at the arcade. There's so many, everyone in Bluffing knows lice now. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, the kind of people who play video games at the arcade. 
yeah. get to share every single one of their hair sweats. Yeah. Brock, would you put on this gear in order to play this game that look good enough for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, at 11, year old, 11 years old, yeah, I probably would have done it. <laughs> yeah, good point. 11 years old. <laughs> right. I was a poor, you know, white kid. I remember because we still had an arcade in the mall where we grew up. Yeah. And I remember going there and like spending a bunch of money and hanging out there for like an hour. My parents were out like in the mall shopping or whatever. So yeah, I probably would have also you know pissed away any money they gave me like he did. Yeah, yeah. That part of this rings true. I'll yeah. totally give him that. That's true. Yeah. I just put all the joysticks in my mouth. Right. Well, hold on. Where the fuck does he need gloves? He pushes buttons yeah. and uses a joystick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I thought about this this fantasy that's about to come up, and I'm just yeah, like, whatever. Some. I wrote yeah. about a page of notes on the fantasy sequence by itself. Oh, baby. Yeah, it's all really right, so good. Before we the name of the, the game, by the way, is Nail That Nematode. Yeah, the game is... I thought it was Bag the Nematode, no? My bad. No, yeah. no, part of it is, Yeah, Skeeter shouts Nail That Nematode for right. some reason. So, so, so the game is called Bag the Nematode, and uh, this... So Doug says... I had some spare change, so I thought, why not? What could it hurt to play just one game? Which sounds exactly like drug paraphernalia, like drug yeah. advertisements to me, right? Like, just Absolutely. one hit, man. You know what I mean? Like, just this, say no. Just want to try it out. Yeah, just want to try it out. You know, I just need one. The first hit's free, man, right? Like, I have enough for just one. Like, this is total drug propaganda. Yes. And, and so just kind of tells at me. The very, at the, I mean, like, it's probably just, like, subconsciously drug propaganda because they don't. He doesn't just. Well, I guess he does basically ruin his entire day doing this. Yeah. 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 Well, no, they cut. Uh, this is a example of a moral being ruined they're starting in on <laughs> yes. that moral and then they decide no actually it ends up all being for the best anyway fuck you because right. this was around when games started getting ratings right it was the early 90s with the whole mortal Kombat yeah. thing oh, people yeah. are yeah people so, are starting to think like oh no right. there's this new media the kids are into which is particularly funny when you know that jim jenkins is the kind of guy who had very serious thoughts about comic books which went through the exact yep. same stupid bullshit what, yeah. When you asked me to be on this episode, I was you know, geared up, ready to be pissed off. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a whole episode <laughs> about like how video games are awful for you and like all this, like the shit my parents told me growing up. And like, yeah. it's kind of starts that way. And then they just like kind of forget it and just move on. I'm like, oh, so <laughs> does this an accident? Was this just a prop to get to the next point? Were they going to make a point? Yes. <laughs> and that, that made me more mad. Like, Jesus Christ, yeah, if you're going to no. be shitting on it, shit on it all the way. Don't yeah. have shit. Well, I mean, okay, I'm of the opinion that the title Doug's Got No Gift means Doug's got no talent because he likes video games. Right? <laughs> it refers to his penis. No, oh my also god. Has no talent at the video game, as we see shortly. Right. Like Doug is informed that like like after he fails to bag the nematode, it's just, it's just god awful like 80s level graphics being done in cartoon form it's not 3d so fuck you <laughs> right but the he skeeter says wow you might have gotten on the high score no you didn't and of course the immediate prompt joke that immediately sends my brain into overdrive we see what the top yes like, 11 scores all are yes the initials sb yep who could it fucking be 
My brother Steve. Uh, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> no, it's fucking Skunky Bomite. Like, this dude is the town phantom. And, like, the town, like, idea of knowledge. Like, isn't that what we decided Skunky Bomite was? Like, the concept of it's knowledge? The, it's the pinnacle of humanity. Right. That deaf, dumb, and doesn't technically exist on this plane of reality, kid, sure plays a mean video game. Yeah, he's really fucking good at bag the nematode. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, okay, so when we're looking at the score list, the scores are not in ascending numerical order. <laughs> nope. So like, like the they highest... start off with the highest one at the top, but then it rapidly, somebody realized this is going to be on screen for like a quarter of a second. Who's going to notice right here? We can't put numbers in order. <laughs> <laughs> But like, like, so this tells to me that like score is not the determining factor of this list, right? High score might be the title of it, but it could be representative of just like, I don't know, like that helmet wins? measures how much the helmet measures brain waves, and it scores based on how much fun you have. <laughs> Yeah. Or how much you've lost getting there. Right. (laughs) Or just it's a prize, the amount of coins that you've put in. (laughs) (laughs) Skunky Beaumont is just an entity that is just full of bliss and loss at the same moment. Every time he touches the fucking controller, it just gives him an instant four million points. Right. Well, when Doug biffs the nematode and completely loses, Skeeter says the phrase, he says, wow, you're doing great. You're a natural, right? Which, is he? He's just talking shit. <laughs> I don't know. You're not even in the top 50, Doug. Come on. Right. Uh, and so he's like coaxing him to keep going. Um, and he tells Doug, go for it, Doug. Maybe you will make the list. You think so? My initials? It means video immortality. And this is what sends Doug into the fantasy zone. <laughs> and the fantasy zone is entirely a riff on Pinball Wizard because, again, everything Jim Jenkins knows comes from the six. Pinball! Yeah. It's pinball! It's not <laughs> video games! It's the same. It's a cabinet at the it's mall. It's a money waster. Throw <laughs> yeah. money into it in the name of a brief distraction from the yawning void. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, Brock. Brock, what did you have on this? You had like you said you had an enormous amount on this guy. What are you thinking about this? So, so the way I kind of took it is, you know, him, Jim Jenkins, being around my parents' age was this was him kind of shitting on video games, what kids think video games can be to them. Because he imagines, you know, being this superstar, everyone cheering for him, walking to a stadium full of people. As they watch him play a video game. And I just, I, I felt like he was like, oh yeah, this is, these kids are so fucking dumb. Like, oh yeah, look how I'm showing them. But, you know, now that literally fucking happens. Yeah. Like, we, yes. <laughs> He's was, predicting esports. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the only kind of sports that's still happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, like, that that part of me, like, oh, I was rewatching it today. I'm just like flipping off TV, like, fuck you, Jenkins. Because we, you know, we won. <laughs> yeah. Generation <laughs> sucks. We own. We won. Doug yeah. is dead and we have killed him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this show has predicted a bunch of inventions, like things that Dink has worn before, and this is predicting like social trends by accident. He, oh, says, he says everything he predicts too, it's all he has a negative opinion of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thinks that oh no, the future's gonna be so dumb, it's probably gonna have something like this. 
<laughs> yes, yes, it did, and people made a vast amount of money making it. So right. congratulations, asshole. Right. Doug grows but- up to be ninja. <laughs> oh, no. oh god i mean probably actually you didn't just cheat the game you cheated yourself yeah <laughs> oh yeah no but uh it's yeah it's so this fantasy is just a straight up riff of like the elton john video with the who of pinball wizard like doug is imagining himself to be elton john in that music video right Q so, Roger. oh man it's get it's, that thought out of doug's head <laughs> 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 He's not on John. He's not. <laughs> Thankful, yeah. Like my only thing I had from this was so Jim Jenkins likes pinball machines when he was a kid, huh? Yeah. I, or he thinks they're stupid. It's what's one of also the two. yeah. What's also funny is the audience. Nobody can see him playing the game. Right. The way the, yeah, the, way no the stadium screens. set up. Oh yeah. And while Doug is playing the game in real life. Everybody's cheering for him. Everybody is super pumped that somebody is trying to get the high score on Bag the Nematode. Yeah, yeah, Skeeter yells, hey, everybody, he's going for the high score, which is literally what you do at an arcade, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's nothing, no other objective possible in this game than to go for the high score. Literally, it's just like, he's going for it. Who cares? <laughs> We're all playing a video game. <laughs> yeah. But Fuck every- off. I've got Pac-Man to play. But everybody fucking loves it. Like, everybody's going bananas for this. And to this, I think this is just still part of Doug's imagination, right? I don't think anybody's there cheering for him. I think he's just like, he's like in his mind, he's like, oh my God, I'm going for the high score. That means everyone must love me, right? Yeah. It has to be in Doug's imagination because it's such a dramatic shift from the rest of the show where the only source of joy is Doug's pain. But here... Doug is actually trying to do something that, well, looks like I'm good at this. I might actually get a high score on this. I might have a brief moment where I demonstrate I'm actually good at something. And every other time in the show that's happened, the universe has immediately stomped him into the fucking floor. (laughs) But in this area and this area alone, no, seriously, the video game people will support you, Doug, which doesn't speak well of them, but, you know, we've all got problems. So what's also really fucked up, given my gigantic Doug brain, is that Connie is basically, like, his personal servant here. She, yeah. like, she like puts the straw to his mouth so he can drink a Coca-Cola, which is really fucked up, given that, like, there's, there's going to be, in the near future, an entire episode about how she has a secret crush on him. Right, and he and so he doesn't like, care. She's like showing him kindness and like being like nice to him, and he's just like, no, yeah, she's not just you. being nice, like a servant, right? Like fucking feeding him while he's playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, get the fuck. <laughs> God, yeah, no, it's. Yeah, and he just like, and he doesn't thank her or anything. He just like keeps no. It's, it's assumed. It's a given. <sighs> like, oh, of course, no part of this registers in Doug's brain is weird. <laughs> yeah. But this is only like I guess when you're watching the episode, it's just like, huh, that's weird. But thanks to my uh, advanced disease in my brain, I know how fucked up it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh God. What type? I, I could be wrong, but what type of video game has a top fifty list? For high scores. Uh, That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Why would you have a top 50? They, it's only ever the- they wouldn't have the memory for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. This is ones. 1992. Like, Mario Brothers didn't have the spare space on the cartridge to put 
different textures for clouds and bushes. <laughs> when they said 3D video game, they meant a, th- a 3D solid state matrix structure of memory so they could store all the top scores. <laughs> yes, each individual bit and byte has a centimeter squared of storage. Yeah, space. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's very advanced technology in Bag the Nematode. <laughs> I feel like I, I hear you guys talk a lot about... Um, Doug trying to make a joke and then it's just not funny. And yeah. I think that was one of those like, oh, he's going to just barely get in, but it's going to be really low. So we'll make it like 49 or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. But it's not funny because no one's ever seen a video game with like, okay, maybe top 25. I'll give you that. But not even not in 1992. Just like no. it was such a bad attempt at a joke where yeah. I don't know if yeah. people even realized it was a joke. Yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah. The entire tone of Doug is like the humor of it is, huh, that's weird. And then that's it. <laughs> If you think about it for a second longer than that, you become us. It's not great. It's good. I like it. Us, not the show. (laughs) Yeah, but so as you're referring to, uh, he gets like 48 or 49 or something. After after bagging the nematode once, he caught the nematode, the name of the game, he caught it once, right? I mean, Yeah, and you can also see Porkchop crying. Like, they do a whole montage where he's playing the game. It has a really weird song going on the background. And then Porkchop is crying while he's spending all his money. Why doesn't Porkchop stop him? Okay, Porkchop so I don't gets think, it. No, no, no. Porkchop's not crying because he's spending the money. Porkchop's crying because he's a shit gamer. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking 48. And here's the thing. And there's context to this, too. So uh, it scrolls down the list of names, like the, the whole top 50, right? And I looked through all of them. Because specifically, <laughs> specifically, there was something I wanted to check for. I wanted to check for Skeeter's name. I yes. wanted to see if SV was in there. because uh, It would have Skeeter- been MV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see either of them in there because it would have been awesome because I then did the like, same thing. So Skeeter no, would be them. like talking shit on him. Although there's two things that show up in there. One, BB does. Yeah. So BB bluff. So <laughs> BB is fucking owning at this game. She's on there repeatedly, right? And she's not in the audience. She's not the people watching. So she's probably just like, yeah, fuck this, right? <laughs> and two, one other one that shows up a bunch is PQ. And I think this stands for pork chop quail dog. <laughs> Right? <laughs> it so, all makes sense now, now you have advanced Doug Brain. <laughs> yeah. So I think this stands for Porkchop is crying because he's just like, oh man, I, this is Doug's one chance to show that he might be better than a goddamn dog. <laughs> I love the thought that he's one of those guys just like weeping in the back, like, no, give me the controller. I can save you. Right. I can save you. Right. And he's fucking backseat gaming the entire time. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, okay, and as we referred to at the beginning of this, uh, Doug is spending all his money in this. And you can tell that he fucking changed all of his money into tokens prior to this. Like, it says on the coins, it says one play, right? So he's already changed all of his dollars. He planned to do this. It wasn't just like that he got caught up in the moment, right? Yep. Um, And so I think... Also, in terms of we're going hard Doug brain on this, I think this is further evidence to uh, Roger and Skeeter being the same person because Skeeter convinced him to do this. He like was riling him up and Roger would do this because he knows that that money was for BB's present. 
right? Yeah, we're going to have to circle or around patties. back to that later because this episode features the lengthiest Roger Skeeter interaction we've seen to date. Yes, but I think they still doubt on the theory. I think it's still no. a viable theory, but we have to examine it more closely in context of when next we see it. I well, think there's good context I think, for it. I think this definitely also goes in the theory that the show is Doug's reimagining of reality because I think yeah. he I think he actually meant to to buy the video games, and he's just pissed off that he d- can't do both. <laughs> but he wants <laughs> yeah. to actually... He's, like, subconsciously blaming it. Yeah, he up. wants to make himself, like, a tragic hero or something like that. Oh, yeah. sure. Man. If only I hadn't listened to my good friend Mosquito, who urged me to try to get digital immortality by <laughs> placing 49th at Bag the Nematode. <laughs> hey, I paid $600 on this video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they eventually leave the arcade having having had a great time. Uh, and on the way out, we see that fucking town phantom again. He's just standing right at the entrance, unmoving. And so yeah. my my like one of those town goon guys my my theory here is that he was like waiting outside the arcade looking for like prodigies like in an ender's game moment he's just like <laughs> looking for the next the next successor to like you know run the military or something the na- the town military which uh, mr bluff will be inaugurating in about 2 weeks right <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay, but, uh, so they try to go to the beatball store, and, oh, no, Doug's spent all his money. Oh, God. Oh, dang. How could I have done this? (laughs) Why did I turn all my money into arcade tokens again? Right. How did I not notice until this exact moment? Oh, man. But, yeah, so then they leave the mall. Uh, everybody's so sad. Drug, Doug tries to take Porkchop's money, but then he doesn't. Porkchop runs off to buy, yes, you guessed it, <laughs> chocolate ice cream! <laughs> yes. Yeah, they transition to them both sitting on the curb. Yeah. And, uh, then the Dink show up. Yeah, and Mr. Dink gives the great advice of, next time, don't let it happen again. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he's been told by his wife several times. That's like, I mean, that's like pretty like conservative talking point in this too. Of just like, well, you you should have thought of this ahead of time, right? In the category of other conservative talking points, Doug's line is he's about to take money from his dog. Noted completely <laughs> normal thing is, no, I can't take your money. I got myself into this, and I'm gonna get myself out. Bootstraps time. That does <laughs> that, that does answer the question I have in my my notes just ask your parents doug <laughs> yeah. what why does parents? he never talk to his dad like, yeah <laughs> like I, you know they're at the, just, they're at the hotel <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a, a, a great father-son issue to talk about learn a lesson solve together and he just doesn't talk to him yeah. Speaking of great father-son moments that should have been father-son moments, <laughs> the entire upcoming middle of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tippy Tippy says to Doug, he says she says why don't you build something and use Bud's tools to do it? And yeah, you're right. Why the fuck didn't he use his dad's tools? His dad has tools. We've seen this before. Like this could have been a father-son bonding moment, but no. Oh, it's dink. It's a, uh, it's a neighbor son bonding moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tiffy's li- living her best life. By the way, I love uh, her. Uh, oh yes. yeah, Tiffy is easily the most self-aware and audience surrogate character for this show. She, she desperately wants to not be in the show anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and 
Fucking Bud calls her wife Tippy again. Again. Yes. <laughs> wife Tippy. That's a superb idea. The return of wife Tippy. Yeah, just in case you forgot who she was and uh, changing from season one to season two, it's wife Tippy. <laughs> the best part is that in the context, I had to go back and listen to it again because why Tippy? That's a superb idea. Would absolutely have worked. But no, instead, wife Tippy, that's a superb idea. Is he going to be your guys' signature cocktail, the wife uh, Tippy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, huh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> wife Tippy, friend Douglas, future victim pork chop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> chocolate boy pork chop. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah, so. Dink is like, oh, I remember I almost made something, but then in the last minute I bought it instead. And I think this huh, refers to his I think this refers to his relationships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. eventually I just found a woman who would clean up after my messes for me. That's basically <laughs> all I could ask for in a relationship. Uh, yeah. It's very so, expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> So they go to Dink's tool shop, which is a goddamn bomb shelter. The door is bolted behind them electronically. <laughs> like, yeah, actually, it's the well, it's not quite late enough in the '90s for this. So, but maybe Dink's ahead of his time. This is around the time that all the weird, your first big breakout of weird cults and survivalist prepper shit starts happening. And given what we know about Mr. Dink, it is totally believable he'd be all upon that shit. Not least because it'd give him an excuse to buy very expensive hardware. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to say, though, as a father myself, I would not let my kids go into a shed with my neighbor and let them lock it behind them. (laughs) Oh, come on. They've got all sorts sorts of power tools in there. (laughs) Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Authority has never abused it before, ever. (laughs) Nope. Not once. Real quick, we do need to establish that Brock is a father, and this is a show that is for children. And, like, Brock, are you, like, learning lessons from this show? Or, like, are these lessons that you would want your kids to take? No. And, I mean, I'll I'll tell the story another time, but just to... I probably won't let them watch this show. Like, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) We are actually helping the youth of America. You hear that, the universe? Right. (laughs) You hear that, parole officer? (laughs) You hear that, FBI? (laughs) We we hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Oh, God. Shit, that's an amazing perspective that, like, I'm so glad we have you on this show (laughs) for, like, multiple reasons, but especially for that reason. It's my favorite... It's the best thing looking at this because, like, you go back and you look at media for kids in the appropriate ages and, like, if you look at the stuff that kids were consuming in the 60s, dog shit. And then you go back and look at the stuff we were consuming and it is astonishing. We turned out as good as we did. Yeah. Thankfully, we were all too stupid to grasp any of the morals (laughs) this show was trying to teach us. Yeah. But now that we're very smart, we grasp all of them. Right, now that our brain's in an advanced condition, we now we get it. Yeah. My, my CTE made me forget everything, so I played football for so long. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Good strategy. That's oh, why it's man. a good character builder for the youth of America. Yeah. Okay, but uh, so Dink, they go into the tool shed and they open up dual, Dink's tool closet and there's a bunch of just like shitty throwaway jokes in there, like... He has a claw yeah. hammer with a claw on it, and 
Different letter clamps than C clamps. Yay. <sighs> and he starts sawing a piece of wood, but then it turns out the sound of the sawing isn't sawing. It's Mr. Dink snoring. That took yeah. that joke took 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, and also in the tools like in the tool locker, he just has like a glove with a fucking saw on it. Like on the side of a glove. Like he has like weapon hands in there, right? What? Like, you know, arsenal. Yeah. That's why he has locks on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but true. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. But he throws. He throws Doug a book. He says he also has a bunch of instructional books, and he throws Doug a book called Wood and You. <laughs> don't, Sam, don't talk about this part. And then Doug can, imagines. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some wood I'm around gonna... here somewhere. <laughs> the Brock, wood on, refers. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to bite my tongue on this one. <laughs> I don't want to get arrested, too. <laughs> oh, you have restraint. Fine. See what we care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so after reading Wood and You, Doug it's his comes, penis. Oh my god! <laughs> damn it, Sam. Doug has his, an idea for a great gift that he wants to make for Patty. He wants to make it's her a god, god, god. He wants to make her a goddamn plane, right? Okay, yeah. I got my line. That's gonna get the FBI on me now. Um, okay, good. <laughs> so in, in this, he wants to make her the glider. And in yep. the, the fantasy sequence, uh, he's in the plane with her. But you notice on the plane, there's like the World War II like, yeah, painting of lady. her in it. Yeah. And yeah. plane Patty is pretty thick. Like, he gives her proportions <laughs> yeah. in that. Oh, my God. Plane Patty's got a slightly different skin tone, but it's still recognizably her. Yeah, he's just and like, she's this, is what I, this is what I think you look like, Patty. <laughs> oh. Patty probably looks at this and she's just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Could the, uh, did they not have the budget to like look up what a glider looks like? <laughs> what, does um, it look like really? Fu- yeah, I guess it does look kind of fucked up. It, it, it looks, looks like, like a, a plane. biplane. Yeah, it's yeah. a plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A plane like- that doesn't have any motive force that's powered by a dog throwing it off the side and of a mountain. Come to think of it, he does a fucking loop-the-loop with it, which a glider cannot, like, have the kind of thrust And it doesn't do. have anything to land with. <laughs> this is a one-way trip, kids. Yeah. I was, uh, Jim mentioned that, like, Porkchop pushes the glider off in the fantasy, and I was just laughing about thinking, Porkchop pushing the glider off the cliff, and it just immediately nose-dives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. And all of this is also contextualized because Doug doesn't say like, "Hey, Patty, please join me in the glider." He fucking pulls her from off screen onto the glider. <laughs> He's like, "Come on, this is a one way trip." <laughs> <laughs> Patty, we're gonna go finally visit the World Trade Center. Patty, <laughs> oh, no. Patty, do you believe in God? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if I can't Christ. have you, no one can. <laughs> into the glider. Oh, oh shit, that's dark. <laughs> oh, but okay. but at the end of that, recognizing that his dream was stupid, <laughs> yeah. was like, well, I'm not gonna make a glider, but I could still make something. Right. And then they work on it for over a full day. It's shown because you can see the clock and the the hour hand rotates twice. So, like, they're going hard and on this. in the middle of the night, Judy shows up in a dark cloak 
being all Relax, little one. I've crossed enemy line to bring you food from our homeland. Completely necessary sequence. Yeah. Doug treats this as weird. While he continues to make his question mark, question mark, question mark in his neighbor's garage with his neighbor's tools while his neighbor is sleeping in his shed. Yeah. And, Where the and, fuck are Doug's parents? Yeah, they're just they just sent Judy to deliver food maybe to him, right? Or maybe even Judy just snuck it out of the house. Like she wasn't supposed to bring food to him. And yeah, maybe but that's like, why she's pretending to be like a thief crossing enemy lines. Yeah. And she straight up says the phrase, Shh, the enemy is approaching, and time is of the essence. Good luck. And runs off. So like her parents, she probably did. Her parents probably didn't want her to know that she was doing, wanted to, like her to do this. Also, I'd love to know who the enemy is in this because that's something that goes nowhere. I think it's Doug's parents. <laughs> like, shh, mom and Dad have maybe figured out that what you're doing here is weird. Yeah, Mom and Dad <sighs> are back from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me to feed you. They were just like our opportunity to like. They heard him. that you were out of the house, so they came back from the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh the enemy God, approaches. that's awful. <laughs> oh no. Oh shit. Okay. But so we go, and it's the next day now. So we like it's daytime now. Like this has been going for a full day. And Doug right? didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, sleep. Doug doesn't need to sleep. That's when the right. dreams come. Right. But in the next day, uh, he's showing Skeeter his gift, which is under a sheet, and he pulls the sheet. Well, Skeeter's like, "Oh, sweet, you're giving her a sheet." And then, like, <laughs> reminder: Skeeter is a super genius. I laughed at that joke. <laughs> he pulls the sheet off and then under it pork chops been under there too Why? and so is yeah just he's there so that skeeter can say oh you're giving her her dog awesome and then just Doug- padding out the seed there's nothing there there's no reason for any of it and it's not funny it's well, just buying an additional three seconds of time i think it's the show because then doug explains he's like no actually i made this towel rack and like i think it's this sh- and then skeeter like is super nonplussed by this so i think it's the show that skeeter thinks that both a sheet and doug's dog would be better gifts than the towel rack right why would you make a towel rack <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's also kind of a dog shit towel rack. I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh uh, yeah, why did they? Why did he paint it like that? Why did he make it out of 18 distinct types of wood and then apply polka dots to half of it? And it looks like it's a fucking all real monsters character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and also it's like six inches off the ground. Like if you're gonna hang towels on there, you're just putting your towels in a pile on the ground. <laughs> Same. Maybe he just wanted to mount. Maybe it's meant to be mounted. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they doesn't true. even like fucking do the, the real work for whoever he's giving it to. Yeah, he's Some like, assembly this, required. <laughs> Drill this into your parents' walls, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this might work. Yeah. <laughs> it, so I've been with my significant other for like eight years now. Uh-huh. And one time I she told me she wanted a rice cooker for her birthday. So mm-hmm. I bought her a rice cooker for her birthday. I have not lived that down for five years. And he Wait, got I her. Say you built her a rice cooker. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he, he made her well like a, in how to make like a home devices. a home thing, like something that yeah. you know. Oh, you're hanging up the towels. You're doing the laundry. Here's a towel rag. Yeah. 
And it's not a good move at any age. <laughs> right, like a utility piece? Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> Getting a utility piece for an 11-year-old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, when she shit. has her towels. <laughs> uh, Doc's parents would rather risk cutting his hands off with saws than give him money to go buy <laughs> Or interact with him. Right. Yeah. With his neighbor's sauce. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Hey, well, you know we... that weird old guy who your first interaction with was him dragging you inside to show him his special videotapes? Yeah. Spend <laughs> more time with saws. him. He's got <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bunch of tools in his house, in his bomb shelter out the back. <laughs> oh, my God. But, okay, so... They wrap them up, they wrap up these uh, gifts, and they take them outside. Excellent uh, wrapping job, I will give them that. Yeah, he does a great job yeah. of wrapping this thing. I Probably took him longer this. to wrap it than uh, actually make the thing. Yeah, it took a whole <laughs> nother day, a second day to wrap it. <laughs> oh, but, uh, so they go to Patty's house, uh, and they're at the party. Oh no, pardon me, they do just shout, Thanks, Mr. Dink, off into the void as this is done. There is no sign of Mr. Dink after this thing no, has been he's, created. He's on the second floor of his house. He's just not in the uh he's not in the goddamn tool shed anymore. Yeah, he just why left would you them need, with the tools. Why would you need adult supervision in a house full of power tools? Right. Why would you need that? Right. Yeah. You better no, go take a nap. <laughs> That's true, because that means... That, so, Doug had been working on it day and night, and Mr. Dink was back inside his house at the end of this, so Doug has been just, like, doing power tools with no adult supervision for most of it. Oh, good, good. So, they go to Patty's house, uh, where the party is kicking off, uh, and it's featuring catering by Baloney Hut, which is Hell awesome. Hell yeah. Best store <laughs> at the mall. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, so... He, Doug puts it on the table, and only in this moment does he realize, hey, my present looks weird. <laughs> oh. oh, this looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Why did I make it a triangle on one side and the circle on the other? <laughs> Why does one of the rods only go halfway through? It's <laughs> just the least self-aware motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't spent all my money in the tokens. Right. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, and 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 Skeeter says, "Yeah, you're a lucky man." So, I mean, in a sense, he's kind of right that like yeah. it's kind of accurately assessing that. Yeah, no, yours actually does stand out. The rest of us look like we all got her the same thing. Spoiler warning: the rest of them all got her the exact same thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, Chalky gets exactly the gift he was going to get her. Right? <laughs> Which would have been awesome if they just both gave yeah. the exact same thing, and then she's like, "Man, I like Chalky's better." <laughs> <laughs> Chalky's a hunk. <laughs> yeah. He's a beach. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Doc also has a fantasy about this. He fantasizes going back into the glider fantasy, but now they're riding on the towel rack. So, like, <laughs> Doc didn't abandon I'd like the to pause to appreciate the sentence now they're riding on the towel rack. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay, let's stop pausing for that. <laughs> and. Yeah, so so it's time to open presents. Hooray! Uh, Patty goes and tries to like open all of them, and in this moment, Doug is like trying to steal his present back, right? Oh no! It's, it's gonna dumb. look. They're gonna laugh at me. But, oh like, no! They would laugh at him worse if he just didn't have a present, right? I don't and know. I just showed up to give you nothing. 
eat me, Patty. Right, I just came to eat your bologna hut and then leave. <laughs> also a great sentence. Everybody gets her beat balls. Like, yeah. just different kinds of beat balls. I'm just imagining being a kid at a birthday party and just getting ten basketballs. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) because it's the only thing your friends know about you that you like this one particular sport it's like another another basketball (laughs) the only character trait patty's been given yeah is that she likes sports and she can't cook those are her two character traits (laughs) yep occasionally vaguely tolerates doug existing right and maybe she's smart like she's the good girl who never gets in trouble maybe but, like, yeah, you're right. That's, like, her one character trait. <laughs> uh. But, okay, in this also, it shows that Skeeter got her a beatball, right? Yep. So, like, I love the fact that at the store, when they're at the mall and they were trying to buy her beatball, Skeeter wasn't just like, dude, I already got her one, right? He just, like, lets it happen that they go to the store and buy a beatball. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure yeah, nobody's got her anything like that, you dumbass. Right. Or maybe, maybe actually, maybe it was that he saw that Doug didn't have the money to buy the beatball, and he's like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let's get her another basketball. <laughs> right. This basketball uh, has a bow tie on it. Yeah. I can't wait for next week when beatball becomes bowling. I know, right? <laughs> oh, but, uh, but yeah, so, so Patty then opens up Doug's gift, and it's like, she's like, oh boy, it's a beatball caddy. It's perfect for all my beatballs to put them in. Uh, and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, Doug tries to correct her for a minute. Yes. Well, actually, it's a. And Doug tries to correct her and gets shut up. And like, no, 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 it's shitty. It's shitty. <laughs> it's uh, something god-awful and you couldn't recognize it. And then there's actually a bit of a gag because Roger, who's showed up and presented a ple- present with black wrapping paper and a red bow because, do you get it, he's the bad guy. <laughs> also, Roger absolutely got his at Hot Topic. We are agreed on this. Sure, his Hot Topic beatball. It's got, like, yes. spikes on it. It costs like 50 extra dollars because it's at Hot Topic. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It's got got spikes and it's SpongeBob's face on it. Yeah. (laughs) It says bad girl on it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) SquarePants hasn't come out yet, but it's still a SpongeBob. Yeah, it's Jenkins predicting SpongeBob. It says juicy on it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Roger says, well, it looks like a towel rack to me. And Skeeter nervously laughs. Uh, shows what you know so okay this is the first time that roger and skeeter have sort of interacted and i think this still supports our theory of roger and skeeter being the same person because the only person that doug told that it was a towel rack to was skeeter right you're right and so okay i wouldn't i didn't put that together yeah, and so when Roger fucking points it out and goes, uh, it looks like a towel rack, it actually must be. He, that's the only way he would have that knowledge, because this isn't a fucking towel rack. Like, no. This is not, <laughs> right? And and then when Skeeter, like, nav- nervously chuckles and goes, show us how much you know, haha, Roger, he's, like, trying to cover for himself, right? Yeah, and, show us how much I know. Me, I want to see the script this. here. I want to see the script for this episode and just, like, See what the written description of what they're trying to go for for the towel rack here is. Because I think it would be interesting. <laughs> right. Uh, Bro- Brock, okay, I need to ask you, Brock, do you buy into this whole like crazy-ass theory of Roger and Skeeter being the same person? You know, 
I haven't watched a whole... I think I've watched three episodes since listening to your guys' podcast. I think what you guys present makes sense. Like, I'm into it. <laughs> That's the best we can hope for. That's the best anyone can hope Okay. It's mostly so wording me out because it started off as just some stupid offhand comment I made, and then it turns out there's actually, like, evidence for it, and I'm getting yeah. worried. I'm into this. <laughs> like, I, the minute that you first brought that up, I was just like, yeah. All in. Does this that undercut the gay tension between Roger and Doug, though? If, no, if it's no not at all. Skeeter seems just kind of a dick to Doug, usually. No, there's the, there's the good one and the bad boy. Ooh, okay, all right, yeah, I like can that. be your angel or your devil. <laughs> right, and it's Ooh. like, it's like uh, you know, you know oh you. yeah, you know, we're just friends, we're just friends, whatever, but I have a secret crush on you, and I'm going to take it out by being mean, right? Yeah, we're just friends, except for when we go into the forest together, yes. and there, somebody <laughs> tells me what to do. Right, yeah, no, it. I think it That, that makes it. it make a lot more sense, actually, than putting it <laughs> I mean, it plays into our grand overarching theory that the entire thing is like Doug reshaping reality to suit his needs. The actual version of this, when they eventually inevitably do the live action Doug, I'm pretty (laughs) sure the gimmick is going to be that this is what actually happened. And the Doug episodes are just Doug rewriting it in his head afterwards. So like a scrubs, but Doug. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think exactly. I think what actually happened in reality here is that he just went to the party without a pro- No, sorry. Rewind. He wasn't invited to the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you figure? Uh, I think this is him just being like, uh, he spent a bunch of money on video games and heard about a party that he wasn't invited to. <laughs> right. So he doesn't I think that's what happened in real life. No, he doesn't even roll up. He's just in, in his room oh. writing in his journal being like, Man, it'd be nice if I, you know, even though I spent all this money on video games, if I sure still made a good present. It's just him in his room alone, just like me. <laughs> and that yeah. plays into because right after all they they open all these presents, uh, Patty tells Doug that she liked his gift best of all. And would you? But mind I did want to make a it? scene in there. Yeah. A noted completely normal thing to say at an eleven-year-old's birthday party to another eleven-year-old. Right. This this is like the big reason. Like in my head, I've decided this isn't really a show I want my kids to watch, because I work at a school and being a dad, like a big part of what you teach kids, especially when they're young, is natural consequence. Like you do this, <laughs> there's a natural consequence, and yeah, that sucks, but you can be okay. You can get through it, and then you know for next time. In this episode, if he would have had you know spent all the money, had to make a gift, she either didn't like it. Or it was exposed for what it was, and he kind of learned a lesson. Like, okay, I did this. This happened. Now I know for next time. I've learned something. But he does it, and it just all works out. She tells him secretly that it was the best gift that she got. She sees it as something that it wasn't, and it, just yeah. nothing is learned. There's no consequence for him. It just <laughs> works out, and it's so fucking irritating. And you don't want kids to be like, oh, everything was just going to work out, because it doesn't. It's a shitty lesson to teach kids. Yeah, it's a god-awful yeah. lesson. It's also the only lesson Jim Jenkins ever gives. Oh, yeah, so it's bad. the lesson in every fucking episode, is that it's just, it'll just work oh, out. it's Doug, fine. Doug just <laughs> dreams into lucking into winning. Like, that's just what always happens. Which is why I believe that when Patty asks him to initial her gift, you see, it's a callback to when he signed the thing at the video game. Yep. This is really leaving your mark on history signing yep. the letters df for don't fuck 
into <laughs> a to towel yeah. rescue made. Nope. Yeah. It, he may think it's supposed to be down to fuck. No, it is don't fuck <laughs> because Doug will not. I think this is also saying that uh, working really hard at woodworking is more rewarding than playing any video game, and you'll be able to leave just as much of a mark, if not more so. Even Even if you make a piece of shit, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's American-made. Right. Mm. Maybe, if this is actually in America or on Earth. We still don't know. (laughs) It's hard to tell. It's set in Virginia, but we're not sure where Virginia is. Right, exactly. Oh man, but okay, so Doug leaves this leaves this room or leaves the backyard party after having hearts go all over him for being able to sign Patty's new towel rack for beatballs. Uh, <laughs> which is immediately going in the dumpster along with all of the beatballs. Can't wait to put all my basketballs in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> And then put it in the dumpster. (laughs) I already have a room full of these goddamn things. What are you assholes doing to me? Right. I'm the one that brings the ball every time we play. (laughs) And I always use just a normal basketball. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. What even is a beatball? Oh, but okay, so Doug's in his journal, uh, Doug's in his room writing in his journal, and he says, uh, well, as for the nematode game, I'll leave that for PC. And he means pork chop, but we all know that he means that he's waiting for the home PC port. Yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> confirms he's PC Master Race, therefore Doug is the worst person. Yeah. Yes. yeah. He's def- that means it's more incel, uh, Doug is incel <laughs> yeah. evidence. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Doug's a PC oh. gamer and thus is the worst of all of us, he said, <laughs> yeah. tabbing out of Steam hurriedly. Yeah, yeah. I'm quickly closing my Steam account as we say this. <laughs> I only have Don't Starve on Steam, and that's the only game you need. Oh, that game's good. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. That game has a solid moral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try not yeah. to starve. Eat! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and if you don't the ghosts come yeah exactly right Uh, whereas in this one where regardless of what you do the ghosts come but then it can never actually do anything to you so don't worry about it yeah well then Porkchop is running around chasing one of Doug's toys that is shaped like a nematode and then he destroys it and they all laugh and you're supposed to bag the nematode not cream it Uh, laugh it's a joke I hope the dog doesn't cream on the nematode. <laughs> He's got to bag it up. So it wasn't one of the ass-eating nematodes. That's why he destroyed it. Oh, mm, sensible. <laughs> I like how oh. we managed to go most of the episode without uh, going back to dong shit. And then here at the end, there's like, nope, fuck you. We're going right, right. back to that hole. And they just make a fucking condom joke and that's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, God. I, even in my notes, I wrote, ugh, this is a condom joke. Ugh. <laughs> Sam, don't. And See, mine was, yay, it's a condom joke, yay. <laughs> so we touched on this back at the start, but let's just try to diagram it out real fast. How many morals did they start in on and then abandon? <laughs> Brock, you take this. You you said that this was something that you were going super hard on. So uh, there's one at least, which is the video games are a vice or an addiction issue, which honestly, if you play it right, I, I would be okay with that. I mean, nowadays with loot boxes and stuff, like, I, oh, I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. That would make, even 1991, okay, fine. Like, go ahead and do it. But then they don't. The other one, uh, B, 
being like you messed up and like try, we talked about earlier with the towel towel rack glider whatever thing you know he, there was no consequence that he spent all his money and had to make a gift that he wasn't skilled enough to make you know there was no i, I if he would have been embarrassed it would have been a better lesson and they abandoned that it's yeah. so frustrating those are the two big ones <laughs> that stuck out to me that could have been there and they either just abandoned or like missed the mark on completely yeah patty could have like could have laughed at him but patty could have been like it's okay doug it's the thought that counts yeah right. there you go that would have been there great. you go <laughs> <laughs> wrote a better episode right there. yeah hire me jim jenkins <laughs> and even then like if you wanted to go with the moral being okay you learned how to do a skill and that's good for the future, except for that would involve anything ever getting a callback in this fucking show. Doug is yeah. definitely not going to have the ability to woodwork starting next episode. <laughs> Skunky Beaumont's existence is a callback. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> As the source of knowledge and expertise in this realm. And there's also the thing at the very beginning, he says, I'm looking for, I don't know why I'm going to buy her, but I'll know it when I see it. I thought that was kind of a really sweet sentiment and like a good idea to build off of for the episode. Like, you know, finding something that spoke to him about her, but instead it's just a beat ball. Like as you said, her one defining trait. And that, that also felt really lazy. There could have been a moral or a lesson built off of that. Yeah, the moral almost there is if you just try to go by, uh, if you follow your feelings on this, you'll get the same gift as everyone else and you'll suck. Like, right. Or fuck you. Even, even like, okay, what if, like, so Doug tries to buy the beatball, right? And he doesn't have any money. And he's like, well, shit. But then he actually maybe thinks about something that he could make that Patty would actually like, right? Instead of just an arbitrary woodworking project, right? He's like, hey, here's this thing I remember that Patty told me once a while ago or whatever. And, like, this speaks to me actually I remember when she told her. me, go away, you creepy little <laughs> I made her a restraining order. <laughs> I got it signed by a judge and everything. Oh, no. It's like the whole plot to the video game, too, almost. What? <laughs> Literally nothing and annoying music happens? Well, the, in the, the game, she's late, she's just late and to see him because she went to buy him a nice gift that made her think of him and he's like oh well you could have told me just being a real asshole about what it. the fuck he does that yes this is the doug video game by the way oh this. no yeah <laughs> oh, the, plot, the plot ends with that patty was buying doug a nice gift and then he like gets mad at her for not telling him yeah she yeah. didn't check fuck? in he didn't know her whereabouts at all times stalker ass what the shit <laughs> <laughs> It's that is amazing. He calls several people in that game and hangs up the, on them from a payphone, trying to figure out what where she is. What the fuck? <laughs> he calls to is. ask where Patty is, and then they say, "I don't know." You guys know. should watch the playthrough. Uh, no, on on mute. Do it on mute. Yeah, I'm you okay. guys need to all come on damage boost and talk about this game. Really, it, it, there's that. a lot oh, to it. God, holy shit! The first horrifying extra special crossover. So what do we think? Okay, so we established what the moral isn't. What do we think the moral is in this one? Like, what do we think they, whether intentional or not, what do you think that they actually come across as the moral? Woodworking is better than video games. I think that's it. Yep. It's that woodworking is more useful than rotting away your brain with those dang video games. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that the thing you made is absolutely useless and is useful only to store useless garbage nobody likes. <laughs> Great. Ugh. Yeah. We yep. agreed. Ah, that's yeah. Doug. Oh my God! All right. Valuable lesson for kids. <laughs> All right. So Brock, how do you how do you feel after having having some Doug brain right now? How how are you holding up? This one, 
I did okay. It's the one after this that I think destroyed me or oh, yeah. and or gave me the infectious parasite that is Duck Brain. This one, the next one, the next one is a is a chef's kiss. <laughs> That's oh all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh no! I remember oh. this one very clearly. Man, oh man! Well, I'm excited for it, Brock. Before we head out, let's let the people know where they can find you uh, on your great podcast, Damage Moves, and just in general. And give us your social security number. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you get. Oh, it actually probably raised my credit. To be honest with you, but. <laughs> Uh, you can find Damage Boost on Twitter at Damage Boost Pod, at Twitch at Damage Boost Podcast, and yeah, just Damage Boost anywhere you can find podcasts. I'll be there. Awesome. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. Check it out. It's, it's been super fun to be on there. I look forward to doing more of it. Uh, man, we talked about we talked about fighting games once. We talked about XCOM once, and then we did the fun times grab bag question time, which was amazing. Uh, it's, oh, uh, man. Grab bag's coming back. That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, before we close this one out, you guys got anything else? The gift refers to his penis. Oh, Jesus Christ, cut that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm afraid that's staying in, Mike. It's important that the people know. All right, I'm glad we know. Anybody else not Sam? (laughs) Nah, I've said my piece. All right. Good shit. The well, piece refers to... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Brock, thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, guys. Super Thanks, fun. man. This is fun. My pleasure, yeah. I really appreciate this. And looking forward to the next one. All right. Well, until that time, thanks for joining us, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.